You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. And welcome back. I'm Heather Caro. And I'm Marcus Ashlock. And we're your hosts this morning for Real Presence Live. We thank you for joining us. It's been a great morning with great guests Mm -hmm. and a great conversation. Hasn't it been? It has been. Uh, We're broadcasting today from Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Thank you for joining us. And we are moving right along to somebody who's worked behind the scenes for RPR for... Ah, good year. It's a good solid year, right? A couple months. Yeah, so <laughs> Avery, he's being modest. Avery Starr is on with us now. Good morning, Avery. Good morning. So you're on the other side of the mic today. Um, usually you would run the board when Teresa was up in our Brookings, uh, when we broadcast from Brookings at the Newman Center. Right? Uh, yeah, I would try to help out. You try, a bit. yeah. <laughs> so, so tell the listeners a little bit about who you are, Avery, where you grew up, and a little bit about yourself. So yeah, I was on the show with Teresa and Dylan a couple months ago, but yep. grew up here in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Grew up at St. Teresa Parish. Went to school at St. Lambert's Elementary School, then okay. O'Gorman Junior High and High School. So Catholic education there. Just finished my second year at SDSU, where I was a journalism major with mm-hmm. six minors. And then <laughs> on purpose, or you like? Yeah. Okay, <laughs> all right. So um, you like a lot of things. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. But um, I was very involved with Focus, doing a lot sure. of stuff with yeah our missionary Dylan Reinhardt, doing a couple of Bible studies doing discipleship with a couple of guys, and just felt a call in prayer to do more. So this fall, I'll be working with Vagabond Ministries. Vagabond Ministries? Yeah, which focuses on um, introducing youth in inner cities Mm -hmm. to Christ and His church. Wow. Yeah, and I'll be starting a site with them in Philadelphia. Philadelphia. So how do you go from an O'Gorman kid going to SDSU, which is very common. There's a lot of uh, folks, kids from Sioux Falls that end up at SDSU or USD. I mean, that's just kind of like the norm around here. How do you make that leap, Avery, from I'm a student at SDSU to I'm going to go work with inner city kids in Philadelphia? Um, I think just um, recognizing the need for mission. Um, Francis Xavier is my confirmation saint, Mm -hmm. and he's the patron saint of missionaries, and he has this letter he wrote to St. Ignatius that I reflect on quite a bit, where he talks about how he wants to run up and down the schools in Paris, yelling at people because they love comfort more than they do saving souls, Mm. because he's credited as baptizing the second most amount of people behind St. Paul. No kidding. Ever. Like he would lose his voice saying, I baptize you in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit so many times a day. Because he just went to places that, yeah, Christ wasn't known. And he recognized that that's what is necessary of most baptized Christians. And yeah, just recognizing that, like what Christ has done for me, he can only do for other people, if 
people share that with them. So yeah, just recognizing that um, it was something they talked about with training with Vagabond. That it was a couple of popes ago said that the church, to the extent the church is missionary, she is the church. And to the extent that she isn't, she is not the church. Oh. And like recognizing that, like, yeah, the church by its very nature is missionary. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, just feeling that call whenever I went to prayer to wow. go into it. Yeah, it was sad to leave because I had a good group of yeah. friends, like a lot of the guys that were in, in that, that picture. picture. Yeah. Yeah. I was getting a, an apartment with a lot of those guys next mm. year. So it was I'd a like big to live deal off campus. To, yeah. to quit and go. Did you get to pick Philadelphia or did they choose it for you? They or? chose it for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how did you learn about Vagabond? Um, I went to the last two C conferences with Focus sure. and they had an ad at both of those. Okay. Talking about and um, yeah, it was on um, Father Josh Johnson, who does a lot of stuff with Ascension, along with Father Mike Schmitz. Mm-hmm. He was in it talking about the call that Jesus sent his disciples to make disciples of all ethnicities, and saying, like asking people to consider joining in this mission to mm. evangelize in the inner city, and something about it was just interesting. I remember looking into it when I got back to school, thinking it might be something I look into once I finish school, yeah. and then God just made it abundantly clear mm. that he want me to do it before. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't like your timeline. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so how long will you be there? It's a year commitment. A year commitment. Mm. Okay. So then how how does it work? Is there a place that you stay or you know how does all of that i'm thinking as a mother here yeah (laughs) so we'll have an apartment in philadelphia Mm -hmm. with the diocese okay and then we'll be doing ministry in chester which is outside of philadelphia like a suburb yeah okay so we'll go in and then what do you do every day? Do you know? So a lot of it is contact work. Okay. So I did Lumen Christi with the diocese last summer. And with that, it was a lot of just us hosting programs in sure. each parish. And then kids coming because mm-hmm. it was in the bulletin and they want to. Or their grandma was making them for confirmation. <laughs> but, like, we just did events with the people who came. But with this, it's going into unchurched communities wow so it we spend a lot of time getting to know kids because mm-hmm. we have to personally invite them or else no kids come to programs so basketball courts walking around neighborhoods wow in oh, f- groups not by yourself right? yeah okay yeah in groups um we're still waiting for the final answer but it's looking like we'll be able to eat lunch with the kids in the public school a couple times hmm. and they that's, said that's a big thing that for, is a big thing yeah yeah getting in contact with kids getting kids introduced to us and then we have uh what's called the urban underground in each site it'll be a gym for us in chester where we'll run different programs every week programs that are more high energy to invite kids to. Mm-hmm. And then we have more intentional programs for when kids 
want to learn more, yeah. want to grow more. Um, and then we also have an RCIA program that they call Jesus Class. Um, yeah, for instead of having our inner city teens in regular parish RCIA, they found it best to create their own program. A lot of them are Franciscan graduates. Okay. So especially with co- during the COVID year, they were able to put a curriculum together that the missionaries can teach that's overseen by the parish priest. Of course, it will be bringing them into the church. Hmm. But we teach when kids want to go into the church. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is really wow. awesome. So um, thinking about going and doing this kind of work, what, what makes you the most nervous? Um, I th- there's a cautious fear of just going out mm-hmm. and meeting people. Um, I'm slightly extroverted, but there's still like a nerve of introducing people. Yeah. And I think just a lack of, like, I can sympathize a lot with people, but um, I went to private school. I don't have to worry about mm. tuition at SCSU, and we're going into <clears throat> communities that face a lot of poverty. So right. just, like, connecting to people yeah. in that demographic. Yeah. Interesting. Mm. How can we pray for you? Hmm. Um, I think just asking the Holy Spirit to guide me. Um, as I said, my confirmation saint is Saint Xavier. So praying through his intercession, I think would be good. Just having his missionary heart. Um, saint Isaac Jobs too is the patron saint of Vagabond. Mm. He's the, um, patron saint of North American missions Yes, with his missionary mindset of having his hands cut off and then still wanting to come back. Yeah. Just because he wanted to continue to serve. Yeah. Yeah. So amazing. Those two saints, Mary, of course, their intercession would be awesome. Great. So, the other part that I want you to be sure to share with us is how do you um, survive for the whole year? So, people can help you and they can sponsor you, can't they? Yes. And I know this is the part you don't want to talk about. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody does. But let's talk about it. So, it's important that people sponsor you. So, how does that work? So, yeah. Similar to other ministries, we run on support for doing our mission. So, our housing's covered but other living expenses come from support of others. Um, People making one-time or monthly pledges to support Mm -hmm. the mission. Um, If someone is interested in that, um, on the Vagabond website, there's the Meet Our Team, Mm -hmm. and me and the Philadelphia crew would be at the bottom of that. Or they can reach out to me at averyss at vagabondmissions.com. Good. And talking online, or if you're in the Sioux Falls area in person, I would love to me- reach out and meet up with anyone mm-hmm. who wants to support the mission spiritually, financially. Well, because you're going to be the boots on the ground, you know, and so those of us that are comfortable, sitting here comfortable, mm-hmm. can help you. And and I really want to encourage people to think about 
helping somebody who's going to be boots on the ground that we know that right. is one of our own. So I, I'm very excited for you, Avery, and I'm I hope a lot of people will respond and offer support. Yeah, people have been very generous so Good. far in my support raising. So Good. yeah, thanks be God. Yeah. The people have trusted me, mm-hmm. wanting to support the mission. I yeah. love it. Yeah. Well, thank you for joining us today. It's a pleasure to have you. Yeah, thank you. All right, folks, we've got to take another quick break. Uh, stay tuned. We'll have a little bit more Real Presence Live right after this. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Have you ever worried about someone's salvation, especially one who died by suicide? I'm Father Chris Alar. Sometimes the state of their soul seems to cause us fear for their eternal fate. They die in what seems to be a hopeless state of sin and unrepentance. However, Jesus says in 1698 of the Diary of St. Faustina that what looks hopeless to us is in fact not so. He says that many times the soul illuminated by a ray of his final grace turns to him in the last moment to receive complete forgiveness of all sin and punishment, although we see no external signs of this. Wow! We can see why Jesus said that divine mercy is mankind's last hope of salvation. Please visit suicideandhope.com so I can personally pray for anyone you've lost and to get our book, After Suicide, There's Hope for Them and You, which helps with any kind of suffering or loss, not just suicide. I promise it will help. This is Father Bo Braun from the Diocese of Duluth. It's my second year anniversary as a priest today, so I figured it's a good time to talk a little bit about priesthood and my favorite part about being a priest. You know, it's intense because you just think about where the priest stands. The priest stands, he stands in the place of Jesus Christ. He stands in between the people and God. And uh, that place is a, there's an intensity of life and there's an intensity of love there. And, uh, you know, I was thinking about the, I think the best times as a priest are those moments where God lets you feel that intensity. You know, so the Mass, I would say, is the, is the highest point, obviously, because in the Mass, it's the, it's the most intense prayer from the Son to the Father, and I'm caught up in the middle of that. But yet, I, I give all of that love then to the people, and uh, all through my, my ordinary and, and very little heart. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. And welcome back. I'm Heather Caro. And I'm Marcus Ashlock. And we are your hosts this morning for Real Presence Live. Thank you for joining us. It's been a fantastic morning uh, here. If you've missed any of it, you can always check back at realpresenceradio.com or Mm -hmm. on our app you can download or listen on there so we just got done talking with avery star and i pulled up the website vagabondministries.com is where you can go and find out more about vagabond ministries and where they're at they're in philadelphia oklahoma indianapolis alabama wow they go all over the place a lot of teams um it looks like a, just a fantastic organization and team. 
You know, it, it's amazing. I was thinking uh, as Avery was talking about this mission trip that he's on. You know, when I was a kid, missionaries lived in the Amazon River Basin. You know, and went you know in foreign countries and third world oh. countries, and you know, I mean, here he's talking about going to Philly. You know, and being a missionary for a year on the streets, and that's just amazing. Yeah. You know, I don't. I don't recall ever coming across an opportunity to do that. And so I was mm. thinking, well, why didn't you do that when you were 18, 20 years old? You know, yeah. why didn't you do anything like that? And, and and I thought, well, the only opportunity I had was to go to some third world country. And you just, you know, you didn't think about doing that. You right, know? right. So. Well, and I think, too, in this day and age of technology, our <clears throat> youth are finding out more about some of these groups that exist. right. You know, and and then a- Avery just sharing about this group on mm-hmm. the radio, and it just becomes. I think we're more connected that way. That's probably, and yeah. that's one of the good ways that technology is working for us. Um, well, because the only missionaries I ever heard of when I was a kid that were in my town were Mormons or Jehovah's Witnesses and going door to door. Yeah, you know they, that. Yeah, was they it. talk about that mm-hmm. their mission year. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. So, really excited for Avery Starr. Folks, if you wanted to support him, go to Vagabond Ministry, vagabondmissions.com, and you can meet the team and uh, support Avery on that. So, Well, and even if it's not monetary support, maybe you make a commitment to pray for him once a week and yeah. his team, you know, and that spiritual support that he needs to reach those kids who, like he said during the break, that they have to earn the right to be heard by these people. You know, yes. they, there's just not the assumption that you're just going to walk up and start talking about Jesus to these people. You have to earn the right to be heard. You've got to earn their respect. You what? just don't get it. You you have to earn it. That's just amazing. Mm-hmm. You have to earn the right to be heard. Well, and they're, you're in their territory. You know, he'll be in their on their turf. So he has to abide by their rules and he has to earn the right to be heard. I love it. That's amazing. You know? So, today's show has been a fantastic show. Um, we've talked a lot about a lot of different things. It seems like it's been kind of a manly show. Am I crazy for fe- feeling that way? Hmm. I don't know. We have I Joe Rutten and I'm a about member Catholic- of the patriarchy, so it's always a manly <laughs> show, right? No, I'm joking. <laughs> we talked about the Catholic Men's Business Fraternity, we talked about the Jericho Wall. Uh, praying um, at the courthouse. Well, and, and, you know, the banter that we had, you know, finding your place in life. And, I mean, you talked about with Paul, I mean, this was just something that he wanted to do to support the right to life. And he started this prayer ministry, you know, for men to, like he said, to to get off the couch and and get in the battle. And how do we do it? Well, we use the rosary as our armament and prayer. And... Well, and I think, too, at the very beginning of uh, Jericho Wall, um, there weren't a whole lot of people. I think, I know Paul had his sidekick, Mark. Yeah. um, And I don't know if there were that many more, but it just took these two men saying, yeah, we're going to go do it. And that's one thing that, yeah, I went one time and it was snowing and uh, there probably, I think there were seven of us there, eight maybe, Yeah. you know, and he said there's sometimes there's there's 40 of us here and sometimes there's three. He said, but we're here no matter what. 
Yeah. And uh, so Larry's like, I hope it's a bad weather. So. You know, I'm not coming when Larry's there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I love it. The military man wants it yeah. to be painful. rough. That's well. <laughs> that's right. Offer it up as long as you're offering it up. <laughs> right. That struggle. You know. Yeah. So we uh, talked about a lot of different things. Any last thoughts that you wanted to add about our discussion at the very beginning on success and where you feel you're at? Well, I I think it's just a matter of recognizing there's always ways to improve, you know, that, um, you know, just because you reach the, the top rung of whatever you've determined that that's where you need to be in life there's always room to tweak and improve and 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 again kind of like with joe rutten's mm-hmm. uh, talk today are you making it safe and uh viable for other people in your trust you know are you taking care of those people around you so you've made it now you help others make it in whatever mm-hmm. way mm-hmm. that you can. If you're a leader of a corporation or a group or a manager, do you take care of the people in your trust? So in your mind now, you've changed. We talked about moving your ladder from one wall to another wall, mm-hmm. that you were climbing up the uh, success wall of what society thinks success looks like. And you, you're trying to move your ladder to the other wall of what God wants for mm-hmm. you in your life. How do you know, um, you've been making a lot of big life decisions lately. Mm-hmm. How do you know when it's been the right one? Do you know? I don't know that you, I mean, there's no great picture. I mean, you, we've just talked about three different scenarios today of, you know, what people's lives look like in serving God. I don't know what mine's going to look like. I mean, look at Paul's three to five years later from that one decision. So, I mean, he didn't Mm -hmm. know where it could be. And so I think you just have to say, you start with, like Paul said, saying yes to the Lord. And, and, and so that's been my prayers. Like, Lord, I'm ready to say, yes, you put me where you want me. And that's terrifying. It's scary. (laughs) I mean, you know, I mean, uh, I don't know. I mean, it's, I don't know where it's going to go, but it's like, okay, I'm just, you know, I'm letting God take the wheel. And it's not that I've never been uh, open to that before. I've always been open to it, but I think now it's more, I'm, 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 really actively seeking that instead of passively, you know, praying about something. And I've always just assumed when doors opened up, they were a grace of God, you know, but it's like, but yeah, but you've never really prayed about it. You've never really sat down in prayer to seek God. And so I've started trying to do that. And it's like, I'm just going to step back and just see where it goes. Well, and I think too, once you invite God into your life in that way Mm -hmm. to be a part of every minute of it, that once you're on the path, I think that you feel this overwhelming peace. peace. Right. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. yeah. And I think that is that. That's how you know you're it's doing priceless, it. really. Yeah. <laughs> so um, great show this morning. And we have more coming up tomorrow because it's only Wednesday, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tomorrow's Friday Eve. Friday Eve. Mm-hmm. Okay. I like to think of it that way. So mm-hmm. <laughs> Mark has been our producer this morning. So Mark, what do we have going on tomorrow for Real Presence Live? 
On the next Real Presence Live, Thursday 9 to 11 a.m. Central, Karen Selensky and Father Logan Obergewich are your hosts coming to you live from the Corpus Christi Church in Bismarck, North Dakota. Father Joseph Evinger from the Diocese of Bismarck will be on to talk about hope for struggling marriages. Then, Becky Obergewich will discuss how, how the Bismarck's Women's Care Center is helping those mothers in need. Also, Sister Anne Germain will talk about life as a sister in Maryville. All this and much more is coming up on the next Real Presence Live, 9 to 11 a.m. Central on Thursday. All right. Thank you so much, Mark. So, uh, lots of, I think tomorrow's show is going to be amazing. It sounds like a great show. I know. <laughs> it's going to be a good show. So, be sure to tune in tomorrow, Thursday, 9 to 11 a.m. Central. And uh, so, any reviewing of today's show, Faith and Business Conference, August 18th. I'm going to see how good I am. The Jericho Wall, they're going to be starting down at the courthouse August 9th. Mm -hmm. 7 p.m. 7 p.m. every Tuesday. Join them when you can. And then Avery Star heading to missionary work through Vagabond Missions. So any of those interest you, please check them out on their websites. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. That's it. And maybe your call is a prayer warrior for these people. I mean, maybe you pray at I don't think 7 we give on Tuesday. prayer enough credit. I, I agree. I think, yeah. I think it's, I'll pray for you. Mm-hmm. And then it's, it really, we need to mean it, and we're going to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It makes a difference. So, Absolutely. It's been a great show. If you've missed any of the show today, you can always check back on realpresenceradio.com and check it out there. Um, otherwise, any last thoughts before we're done? No, I just think, just, you know, seek God in your life. Just pray for, you know, just to be open to where the Holy Spirit can lead you in whatever you're doing. Yeah. You know? And I think the number one thing that I've learned from today is it just takes practice. It does. And, you know, it might look like somebody has it all together and they have it all figured out and they're really close to God and all these Mm -hmm. things that you're perceiving in your brain. Mm Mm-hmm. They're practicing. We're all practicing Catholics. <laughs> We're all right. practicing. We're all working our way to get there. That's None right. of us have it figured out. No. We just have to keep praying and keep practicing. Mm-hmm. And keep seeking God in everything that we do. Amen. Thank you for hosting with me this morning. Well, I appreciate your time. I appreciate you inviting me. Yeah. We'll have to do it again next time. You didn't have any bad dad jokes, so you can come back. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> Darn. <laughs> Thanks for joining us on Real Presence Radio this morning. God bless everyone. Have a great day. Thank you. This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence Radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.